I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I respond to it. Welcome to the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley, founder of Mindset RX and your host. Today we are discussing kind of the enemy of a lot of athletes, which is comparison. And comparison is a way more complex subject than we both it's it's a way more co- complex subject than most athletes give it credit for. And we kind of see it in this very negative way. It's black or white thinking. It's like, this is good, this is bad. And mostly within the CrossFit world, comparison is seen as this negative thing. But there's more nuance to it. And like with with my athletes, for example, I like I had I had this athlete this week and I actually told him to compare more. I thought he he needed to compare himself more. And I'll, I'll tell you why as we go through this. And then I had a bunch of athletes this week and one in particular, I was like, you need to compare way less because it's about the nuance of this. It's about the the subtleties of comparison, the way we're doing it, the way it interacts with our story, the way it interacts with who we believe we are. And that is what makes it good or bad, but also there's, there's some more to it. So this week, I'm going to be covering a few things. Basically, the difference between the two types of comparison, how to tell them apart. That's the first thing I'm going to go into in some detail. And then how to recognize that in the moment, how to draw awareness of this and bring this to light. And then how to like pro- provide an antidote to this negative self-talk, this negative form of comparison. And then finally, how to train that positivity around comparison, how to use it as a tool that helps you excel as an athlete rather than something that holds you back. So let's dive into the two types of comparison first. The first one is this negative form of comparison. You'll be super familiar with this. This is the one that you're kind of you're looking around and you're thinking, oh, why can't I do this? Why aren't I as good as so and so? Why can't I be this kind of athlete that I really, really want to be? It's filled with negativity. And the main theme of this form of comparison, this negative form of comparison, is it's expanding the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And it's looking at that gap and all it sees that form of comparison is proof that I'm not good enough and I never will be. If you compare that to the positive side of comparison, you'll find that that gap is an inspirational gap as opposed to a discouraging gap. That gap is filled with stepping stones to proceed towards who you have the potential to be if you use comparison as a tool. And this positive form of comparison is essentially so you can mimic success. Like humans mimic, like as babies, we mimic, as children, we mimic. And even as adults, we look up to those people that are role models to us and we selectively go, okay, they are a good person to mimic. 
I want to be more like them. How can I do that? And that is the positive form of comparison. The negative form of comparison is looking at those exact same people with the exact same data and seeing it as proof that you cannot succeed like they have because you're different to them. Whereas the positive side of it, looking at that exact same data and thinking, well, there's the proof that I can. I am good enough. I can do this. We have to learn to flip that narrative. But the first step in this is creating awareness of the two types. Perfect example, I've always, like typical ectomorph, um, struggled with upper body strength and movements. And it really interacted with the story of like, I'm not big enough to be a CrossFit coach. I'm not big enough to tell people what they should be doing in terms of mindset, um, to coach people. Like it was this really kind of um, insidious story that was quite deeply um, embedded inside me. And the other day, I realized that the vast majority of the story had just completely gone. I was doing a workout, I think, I can't remember. I think it was like open 14.1 or something. Um, it was handstand press-ups and cleans, I believe. Yeah, handstand press-ups and cleans. And this workout previously would have ruined me. Love cleans, hated traditionally handstand press-ups. And previously, I would have found myself comparing. I would have found myself looking around at all these people around me, crushing out handstand press-ups, people that I, in air quotes, should be fitter than, should be stronger than, should be better than, and looking around and thinking, oh, they're better than me. I, I'm I'm not good enough. I'm I'm weak. I need to put some size on. I don't belong in a CrossFit environment. Those kind of thoughts would have come up. But the other day, because I'd done the work on this, I could look around and go, hey, like I'm struggling with this, but I continue to work hard. I continue to push. And I use comparison in a very different way because I had become aware of it and gone through the steps that were further on in this process. So after you've become aware of this, what we need to do is start rewiring the script. And that script, that narrative that you believe is, firstly, it's it's scarcity-based. It's like, if they have something, then I can't. It's this weird belief that there's only a certain amount of fitness that can go around. If they are as strong as, uh, let's use overhead movements, if they're strong at overhead movements, then I can't be because we can't have the same thing. It's this kind of scarcity thinking. Like you see it the whole time, like money stories of like, oh, if they've got money, I can't have money, or at least acting as though that is true. But it happens in terms of fitness too. Like looking at this, like this lack in yourself and thinking that I can't move forward. So there's a script there. It's also a very fixed mindset too. Like, if I'm this way, I can't change. It's not a growth mindset of like, I can change who I am. I can progress and move forwards. The antidote to this, and if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you'll hopefully be close to sick and tired of me saying this because this is the number one tool to start changing your mindset. It's the number one tool to begin flipping your narrative. And it's where I start work with every single athlete that I work with. And that's the AMWAP, as many wins as possible. I know I always talk about this. I'm always banging the drum about it. And that's because it works. And it's super simple, super effective, and it changes mindsets in a very, very short amount of time. The way you do the AMWAP, at the end of the day, write down what you did that moves you forward towards success. It's very simple. Write it down because it makes you dwell on it for a bit longer and reinforce that. 
And at the end of the day, because you're doing that just before you go to sleep and the subconscious is kind of primed in that semi-sleepy state um, to kind of be rewired at that time. And you can actually do it at any time throughout the day. But we find that when I work with athletes, that works best. And we typically do one at the end of each training session and one at the end of the day as well. And that's just anything that moves you forward towards success. So start doing this. I can't say enough. Amweb, keep doing this. And that's going to begin to rewire this comparison narrative because You'll stop looking around and thinking, oh, I can't do this. And you'll start selecting individually those those wins that moved you forwards and you'll start to begin to flip that narrative. Really, it's putting the reps into changing your mindset. And the way this works is it's like painting. It's, it's like each laying a layer of paint over and over and over and over again until you've got a mountain. It takes time, but each rep is a very definitive layer. And the more you do this, the more you'll build that mountain. The final step here is flipping that narrative and doing it under duress. So you've got to practice practice becoming super aware of that narrative. Like you've done it already, okay? So if you're aware of that um that that no, negative story and the negative side of comparison. If you can see that negative side of comparison coming up, you are going to be able to recognize the thoughts, the emotions, the physical sensations and behaviors. And this will be individual for everyone, but like the general theme of that is thoughts are, oh, I can't do this. I don't belong here. Um, they're better than me. Why will I never be good enough, strong enough, fit enough, thin enough, lean enough, funny enough, something enough? Basically, when will I ever be enough? The emotions would be like jealousy, envy, self-loathing will be in there as well. Um, pretty intense emotions, I know, but that's what we're dealing with. Um, the the behaviors around this will probably be some sort of like either blowing up way too early or holding back for fear of failure because it will hold you like because the fear of the failing a rep in if you believe the story would would reinforce that you're not good enough. And then the physical sensations would be like tightness or heaviness, lethargy, like something, or maybe even onto the fear side as well of like anxiety. And so you've got to recognize that for you. You've got to become super like hyper aware of like, this is the bad side of comparison. This is the good side of comparison and what that feels like. And then when you become aware enough and you've also at the same time practicing those AMWAPs at the same time, you're going to have a really good baseline to change this because the awareness that teaches you the kind of the amplitude of mistake. So initially that that comparison starts as these very small, fine details, like very nuanced, very subtle hints that you're going into this this mistake. And then it starts building and compounding on itself until it blows up and you recognize it as like, man, I'm comparing myself again. Like I'm being really hard on myself. The awareness helps you catch it before it gathers momentum and becomes too big. Next step there, when you're doing the AMWAPs, that's teaching you to reframe your mindset, it's teaching you to flip the narrative, switch that perspective in an instant. When you're doing those AMWAPs on a daily basis, you will inevitably have a shitty day where you'll not feel good enough, where the comparison is overrunning your life. At that point, what you need to be doing when you're doing those AMWAPs is practice flipping those perspectives of like, oh, you know what? I am doing this. I am moving forward. And that will teach you to flip the narrative in like the kind of the safety of your home or kind of a quiet environment. Do that enough, you'll be able to practice it in workouts and do that enough and you'll be able to do that in performances too and like competitions when it really counts, like qualifiers. So the awareness has made the amplitude of mistake obvious. The AMWAPs have given you the ability to flip that narrative and 
then the final step becomes putting those two pieces together, noticing the smallest possible sign of comparison and jumping in, trying to flip that perspective with something that's true. So that's looking out of like looking out around you and going, that's who I want to be like. So instead of thinking and comparing, going, that's something that like I'll never be able to do, you're going to look at that now and use a tiny bit of willpower, a tiny bit of your conscious mind, say, no this is how I'm going to be. I'm going to mimic whatever so-and-so is doing, and that will set you free from comparison. So final thoughts. Comparison, it really can be the thief of joy, but if you use it intentionally and you learn to flip your perspective consistently, comparison can give you a path to success. It can inspire you to become the best version of yourself possible. So use it. Don't shy away from it. Get to know it and learn to flip it over time. If you've enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you leave this, um, or whether you listen to this. Um, you can find it on YouTube as well, but I think most of you are listening on Spotify. So give me a little subscribe and a like, and it'll probably help someone else who's in a very similar position find out something about mindset because it ranks higher up the algorithm and all that kind of jazz. So make sure you find that. And one little reward for listening so far, like I've been going for 10, 15 minutes or so at this point. If you're interested in mindset and changing that mindset, then in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be releasing something called a case study. And with these case studies that I, I basically want to bring on board a maximum of three athletes and give them the best possible service that I possibly can. I'm going to go completely in depth. It's going to be very personal. And all I want you to, if this is something that interests you, I want you to head to Instagram, find me, Tom Foxley, T-O-M-F-O-X-L-E-Y, and shoot me a message, just say case study. And if you do that, I will fire across the details and you'll have everything you need to yeah, make an informed decision because this is, yeah, it's a, it's a one-time thing. Like I'd love to say I'm doing this kind of salesy technique thing, but it's just, I don't have a thousand me's and you probably wouldn't want that anyway. So if you're interested in becoming a case study and really dialing this mindset stuff in, then shoot me a message which says case study on my Instagram profile and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. <laughs>